Mama. A word that we all know, a word some of us hear a thousand times a day, and some are anxiously waiting for. It's a title accompanied by immense joy, deep loss, and hearty laughter. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Marin. We love mamas, and we love your strength and your sacrifice. We honor your easy days and the days where you hide in a closet. Because we have them, too. We know that moms need moms, and that's where we come in. And the best part is, you can show up in your messy buns and sweatpants and we'll never know. In fact, we're probably in ours, too. We hear you and we want to connect with you. This is your community. So welcome to our sisterhood. Welcome to our circle. Welcome Welcome to to the Mamahood. Hey, Mamas. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm Aubrey, sitting here with Marin. We love talking to you guys from her house because we show up with so delicious... Like eight cookies and Diet Cokes. I don't know why and our you got so many cookies. Because <laughs> I was starving. It's, <laughs> it's dinner tonight. Plus, I need sugar for recording late at night. So I made you some enchiladas. <laughs> but instead, you ate cookies. Two cookies from So Delicious. <laughs> which, okay, I have to share this in a... We're going to dive into um, Jomo, which is Joy of Missing Out instead of FOMO, which is fear of missing out. But can we talk about wins and fails really fast? Because yeah. I have a fail from this So Delicious visit tonight. <clears throat> okay. And it's on, honestly not like a motherhood fail, but like a social fail. <laughs> <laughs> so have you guys ever like read a sign or a name tag or just anything completely wrong? Like, mm-hmm. for example on the freeway it'll say like in the carpool lane it'll say vans trucks and motorcycles are okay or something like that or no vans trucks motorcycles okay and my sister reads Mm. it like vans trucks motorcycles okay like she reads it like (laughs) like they're just checking in with us so every time I drive past I'm like okay okay (laughs) so tonight oh my gosh you guys this is so bad And now that I think about it, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't share, but I'm going to share. I go and get So Delicious for our little snack for our podcast. If you're outside of Utah, because a lot of you are, So Delicious is a weird Utah craze. And it's basically, it's a soda shop. And then so you drive through and you can pick your flavors. Yeah, it's like soda soda. with mix-ins and cookies. And that's the best. There's like cold cookies. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. (laughs) Anyway, so... I drive up to the drive-thru and like on my Instagram, I've done little dance drive-thru like videos and stuff just for fun. And this one girl did it like a while ago. And so I just was like, hey, I know you from when I came that one time and you danced or anyway, it's so dumb. So on her name tag, she she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't even recognize you. I'm like, yeah, it's my red hair. I don't know. Like, I just was like, I just was like, it's so fun to see you. But on her name tag, it said... I can't. I can't even. Okay, so it said Lauren. And then underneath her name tag, I thought it was her last name. Or underneath her first name, I thought it was her last name. Mm -hmm. And it was S-H-I-F-T-L-E-A-D. Shift lead? Yeah. Well, if you kind of look at it fast, it kind of looks like sh-head. And I, (laughs) I looked at her and I said... I said, oh my gosh. And I like caught myself up. I'm like, oh my gosh, your last name. I'm like, do people get that wrong? 
<laughs> and she, her last name, cutest soul ever. Her last name, of course, was like common. And I knew her last name because I'd connected with her on Instagram. But she was like, um, yeah, sometimes people call it like Jensen or her last name's Jensen. <laughs> like she was trying to be so nice. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm like, oh, it's I'm like, that's not your last name. And she's like, no, that says shift lead. I'm like, okay, I am so sorry. Like, I don't even know how I got that that was your last name. But shift lead looks a lot like a really bad word that I said in my head and that I thought was your last name. <laughs> she was like so confused. And I just was, I just was like, thanks for my cookies. And I just like, peeled I'm out of there. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I moved and I think after five that, hours away. So you'll never have to see me again. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so so Don't sorry about it. i know it's kind of like how marin handed the guy a wipe instead of your cart oh my gosh <laughs> also, like our brains where are our brains also at so delicious actually it was that swig oh my gosh but yeah i handed him a baby wipe instead of <laughs> i think that's, that was card. like in your deepest that was when i most probably tired. shouldn't have been driving a vehicle <laughs> oh such tired days Anyways. what's your win or fail girl Oh, it's also a fail, but a win, but not. So recently, um, I taught my kids how to play hide and go seek. And they figured it out. And I was like, sweet, this is a giant win. This is like a fun game. The fail is like they constantly want to play hide and go seek now. Have you taught your kids (laughs) to play? do you guys play hide and go seek yes that's all they want to play now (sighs) and like it goes on for hours hours but so my fail is that we've been playing hide and go seek for i don't even know a really long time and i was so tired and like the baby was asleep anyways so i was like i'm gonna go lay on the couch and cover myself up with a blanket and this is where i'm gonna hide well, for some reason, like, my little boys went wandering around upstairs looking for me. And I was like, oh, it'll take them a while to find me. I totally get woken up. <laughs> by, I don't even know how much time had passed. Oh, my gosh. Had, like, I'm still counting. My three-year-old <laughs> is, like, tapping me on the head like, Mom, Mom, I found you, Mom. <laughs> Ready or not, here oh you come. Like, come find me. <laughs> it was... You're just zonked out. I was like, well, I thought I was the one hiding. I was supposed to find them. And then I was asleep on the couch thinking they were supposed to find me. And then I'm it calling been, it a win. I don't even know. I'm calling long. that a win because you got a quick I, nap <laughs> and you thought you were playing with them. It's a total win in my book. But I'm just, this is my little warning to all of you. Just like, don't teach your kids to play hide and go seek until you're ready to commit to like having that yeah. game in your house. I know. And it's because once they get now, on it, yeah. they always want to play hide and seek. And I'm like, I should have thought more about this commitment before I introduced <laughs> this so to our family. Oh my gosh. It's like duck, duck, goose in our house. It duck, just, duck, goose. Yeah. Okay, I'm never teaching that. Yeah, it's a, but you don't have to like run around the house. You can just run in a little circle. So it is a little less mileage. So. Think about mm-hmm. <laughs> I just like run out of hiding places after a bit and my little boy is so analytical that if I hide in the same place more than once he's like already found you there mom like obviously <laughs> you already, new that's spot. An old trick. I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> he's so cute <laughs> oh my gosh I love that I call it a win 
Okay, so we're kind of diving into this topic. I just love, like, we've talked about FOMO before. It's just a phrase, fear of missing out. But I love that recently this JOMO has come out, joy of missing out. I didn't even know. Because, well, it's recent. No, you're telling me. And I love it because I have tried to figure out, like, we've I talk about this with my sisters and they all say they have FOMO and all this stuff and I'm just like I truly don't have it and I mean I'm not trying to like be braggy like I don't have it but it's not something I super struggle with because I try to do some of the things we've talked we're going to talk about in a sec but I just love this JOMO joy of missing out because I feel like it's something we can all kind of have and not have that FOMO because FOMO is not fun I have had it before and I think um switching your mindset with this is everything to do with JOMO. So we're going to kind of talk about some ways to to get rid of that FOMO. And I mean, me and Marion have had conversations about this. It's just so funny how and you can you can feel left out of any situation, obviously, mm-hmm. or a party or whatever, or a girls night or whatever you feel left out of. Um, but I think that's where this comes in of finding that joy where you're wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of want to dive into that. So how do you switch? How do you switch from FOMO to JOMO? Let's dive into it. So I want to kind of just give this recipe. And it's actually, I'm, I got this from a book. It's called Joy. I'll have to link it in the show notes. But it's just kind of... Who's it by? Um, it's by a lot of different authors. I can't even list all of those right now. Okay. So we'll I'll link just it. link it. But I just love, in one of the chapters, it talked about... Um, just maintaining that joy in your life as just throughout your it talks about as you grow older but I I just feel like this has so much to do with in your motherhood day to day Mm -hmm. and there's eight different ingredients so the first that I want to kind of go over and that we want to kind of talk about with you guys is maintaining an attitude of hopefulness and optimism so obviously that's like a chosen thing right like you have to choose honestly it's I just feel like Jomo is a little bit of a choice Mm -hmm. you have to choose if your friends are out and they did something without you or something you can feel butthurt but like or you could go like do something fun with your husband instead you know Mm -hmm. I don't know what do you think Mm -hmm. about that I think (laughs) it's almost it really is a decision like I think if someone if you feel like you're missing out on anything Um, Like, I have a friend who was barely talking to me about how every time, like, um, December or May rolls Mm -hmm. around and everyone is posting or talking about graduation, she feels that FOMO. I have that same thing. Maybe I do have FOMO. It's like a (laughs) gut punch. Like, I didn't get my degree. For sure. I know that feeling. Yeah. And she was talking to me about that. And, like, how do I, like that just comes around every time and I will feel like so confident in what I've been doing until that happens. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm back into this mindset of feeling left out. Like I'm not at graduation or I didn't get the full college experience or I'm not, I don't have that degree or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I just said to her, and I'm not an expert on this because I've honestly had the same thing with different stuff. Like I switched my, major and sometimes I feel really sad that I didn't finish what I originally started which was nursing and like um but I just told her like but what have you done instead Mm -hmm. like start listing off literally list off to me right now like what have you been doing instead 
I and love that. And there's so much that she's been doing instead. Well, I've been like, like I had a little boy. Yeah. And then I had a little girl. And like, we've had two moves and like, we've traveled mm-hmm. here. And my life has been so full of other things. And then I asked her, would you rather, like, would you rather have those things not have happened the way that they did mm-hmm. and instead done this route? genuinely like genuinely think would you have rather been in college during that time or would you rather have had it happen just the way that it did and she's like I wouldn't change it and I think that 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 is the choice Mm -hmm. is like gen like someone's having a party or a girls night or anything that you feel like you're missing out on would you genuinely rather be there than home with your kids or would you genuinely rather be there than with who you're with Mm -hmm. um and I feel like Maybe sometimes, yeah, but the majority of the time, probably not. Like the majority of the time, you probably wouldn't change what you're doing or who you're with or how your life has been or or what you've what you've been accomplishing, what you've been spending your time doing. And it truly is just that decision to be happy, to be joyful over the decisions about what you're doing. Oh, I love that so much. I feel like in a way, in another way to say it too, is fear of missing out is such an emptiness, like an empty feeling. Mm -hmm. Whereas you're talking about the joy of missing out is what what did you fill it with? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, complete opposite. Like you can look at what you're not doing and your your bucket feels so empty. Yeah. Or you can look at what you are doing and what it's full of. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Mary, we just need to quote you from now on. So and my I book says. that's coming out in 2024 <laughs> is called Fill Your Bucket. Just kidding. It's called I, Jomo. <laughs> I specialize. That's what I majored in. Oh it's a new gosh. form of working out. It's like yoga. But it's called Jomo. Oh, man. That's the best. Okay. So here's the second one. Maintaining good health. Um, I don't know. I have married someone who is really health conscious. He loves, like he just loves eating healthy. He lo- is just constantly on his mind and he, he deals with a lot. He works, he works in the hospitals and so he sees a lot and he wants to just like avoid certain things that some people have let go of and he just is very um, more of aware of his health. And I think it brings joy because if you don't feel good in your skin, it's so easy to just, like if I've gained a couple of pounds, it's really hard for me to, like not like naturally stop thinking about that and think of mm-hmm. other things when I'm so self-absorbed in what I want to fix or my boobs are too saggy or whatever it might be mm-hmm. it becomes like a a thing that weighs me down rather than lifting me up mm-hmm. I don't know what do you think about that yeah and so on this topic of maintaining health I think is taking your like what I think your I'm understanding is like taking your appearance mm-hmm and separating it from your health and like maintaining overall health, like loving your body, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind instead mm-hmm. of focusing on what you don't like about your body or like your appearance. Exactly. And someone who's really Jenna's Kitchen is so good at Jenna Ramal from Jenna's Kitchen. Um, she's so good at owning where she's at. Like she'll post all the time of like, she'll just say, I'm wearing jeans that actually fit I'm not trying to squeeze into my old ones you know and she she owns up to the fact that maybe she's not as tiny as she once was but she 
is maintaining good health because she keeps working out. It doesn't, it's not an image thing to her. It's become a mental thing for her to maintain good health. And you can just see it in her eyes. Like she's just so, she, she is thriving and it's not like she's this image that she sometimes wishes she was. She's empowered herself to just be happy where she's at, but to take care Mm -hmm. of her body, even if it doesn't look how she's wanting it right now, she still is really good at loving herself for where she's at. And she's almost, it's almost like this happiness about her that is more so now than when she was a size zero, you know, like Mm -hmm. she just has a a confidence about her that feel, uh, she's just an example that, that I think of when when I just think of that episode where we had Ashley Reeves come on and she just talked about like, there like I could talk about her entire episode it was so good but your body is the only way you can be here accomplishing what you're doing Mm -hmm. and so you need to be grateful for it and love it instead Mm -hmm. of spend all of your time wasting your time being mad at it exactly so I feel like where this point of maintaining health is is just maintaining almost like mentally how you feel about your body Mm -hmm. is equally as important as you know like eating healthy and exercising and all of those exactly yeah and I love that it's not maintain a good body image it's maintain good health you know Mm -hmm. you don't Mm -hmm. have to look a certain way to have good health you can be constantly working towards that and and be healthy so Mm -hmm. I love that point okay girl you're number three the next one is keeping a journal or diary and um Yes, this always brings me back to my to joy. Like I um there is something so powerful about documenting the moments of your life and being grateful for the moments of your life and um it was a leader in our church Henry B. Eyring who gave an entire speech about um documenting where he talked about how um writing down our experiences is um like a powerful way to show gratitude for the life that we have and that always just sticks with me that like if I'm if I really love something then I'll write it down because then that's a way for me to almost like physically manifest to myself that I'm grateful for the life that I'm living if that makes sense oh I love that I haven't heard of that before that's awesome that's a perfect example I think it's so true too and it just allows you to see to actually write down and almost like say out loud like I love where I'm at or I love where Mm -hmm. we're living right now or this happened today and it was so good you know write those things down also I think writing the hard stuff down is so good too but gratitude lists are so Mm -hmm. powerful for sure well and just being able to like look at your life on paper or in a scrapbook or even on like an Instagram or a social media account, whatever you're using to document your life and realize that your life is full of really amazing things that are happening and and you can be happy with what you have and what you're experiencing. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just to add to that, I feel like <clears throat> I lived in Africa for a couple months and it is amazing to see how like there's a happiness that exists there that is not it's it's not in America that sounds so and this podcast is all over the world but I just feel like there's a happiness that it's not necessarily about the things that we have they are so they just feel that fulfillment with what they do have and I Mm -hmm. I just feel like that is that same motive too when you're doing your 
journal or writing down the things you are grateful for, or even just sitting and thinking about the things you're grateful for, it allows you to feel love and joy for where you're at. So love it. That's a good point. Okay. The fourth ingredient is maintaining strong family ties. I think, I mean, I think for me, when, when things are ever contentious with anybody like close friends or family, I mean, it, it consumes my mind. And so I think trying to keep those strong ties and those friendships and I was just raised to always have my siblings be my best friends. And so they still to this day, we're all just really close. Um, so, and I think that it does bring so much joy to have people in your corner and to have those friends that you feel like you can go to. And I think sometimes it's more, I mean, yeah, a party or something would be so fun, but to have a consistent, um, like circle of friends or people that you trust, you know, I feel like is almost more meaningful, way more meaningful when it comes down to it. It's like those meaningful connections that are so much more deeper. Mm-hmm. I agree. My little boy has started saying we are a happy family. That's like his, <laughs> he I says it like that. 10 times a day. I guess that's my win. <laughs> yeah, that should be your but win. But he, it's just like his catchphrase lately. Like he just loves to talk about mama, we a happy family. And he just brings it up on his own all the time. And I don't know where he learned it. I, but, but it always bring it always recenters me. And he, he's like a very analytical kid. So he finds like comfort in sitting and looking at me and saying like mama and dada and Hudson and Henry and Emmy. That's our happy family. And I love, I just, I don't know if he's, if that's just supposed to happen because it's really helping me to focus in on our little family and the joy and like the magic that we've created here, like amongst the five of us. Yeah. But it just really helped me to be like, yeah, for Hudson, us five, like that's his whole world and that's all he needs. He doesn't need like a bunch of friends or to go to some party or whatever. Like he Mm -hmm. is totally content and happy to just be with our family. And Mm -hmm. I should be too, because this is my family too. Mm -hmm. And like these relationships are going to be more valuable in the long run. Oh, I love that point because I just, yeah, it's so true. I think it's such a valuable lesson too, just to, just to model that peace and contentment in your house where they can feel that love and not feel the need to be anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So well, and just create the culture that you want in your family. Yeah. Like if you want to travel and like go cool places, like create that culture with your family, mm-hmm. you know? And even if it's just traveling up the road to like a lake or something, but you don't have to travel to all over the world mm-hmm. to get that culture, but like create that culture you're seeking amongst Or I mean, if your it is family. a party, throw the party at your house. Like, right. like create that. it. Yeah. Create For it. For sure. Okay, the next one is developing many hobbies and interests. And I think this is really important. Maybe I would just say developing hobbies and interests that you truly love and truly care about. Like hobbies and interests that you're not doing for anybody else. Like you're not Mm -hmm. doing it to show somebody else that you can do it Mm -hmm. or you're not doing it for social media you're not doing it for for whatever but you're doing it truly for your happiness and your joy and Mm -hmm. I feel like filling your life with things with hobbies and interests like maybe it's something totally random and weird 
but filling your life with those hobbies and interests that truly bring you joy is going to help you to focus in more on what you're doing instead Mm -hmm. of what someone else is doing. What do you think? I love the keyword in there many because I think there are things like Marin invited me to go do aerial yoga the other day (laughs) and seriously I can't stop thinking about it still I'm still trying to find another studio where I live and like be able to go like like every week because I I loved it so much but I, I also think it's just funny when you're talking because I mean, when you're like any weird thing, I feel like that's sometimes maybe weird for people. Like it's just so different, Mm -hmm, not weird, mm -hmm. but just something so different that I would have never tried before. Mm -hmm. Um, And you realize that you like love things Mm -hmm. or things make you feel alive. And I, I think that kind of shifts throughout your life. Like maybe when you're little, you did something and now you do something different. But my mom is the best example of this because she is seriously the best. She has how old is my mom? I don't, I can't even, I'm not even going to say her age, but she's a grandma to like, I think there's 15 of them now. And mm-hmm. if I'm wrong on that number, my sisters are going <laughs> to blame it on mom brain. Yeah, blame it on mom brain. But she's a grandma. So she like is busy doing her grandma stuff. But every Monday she has her bowling league <laughs> and she's that. learning how to play the violin she's learned how to do That's sign so language cute. she does school she goes to yoga classes I mean she just does all these random new things like she'll go golfing with the guy like she just <laughs> likes to try all these new things and I love her I for like it that. I feel like I don't know I just feel like she mm-hmm. is the perfect example of feeling that joy of trying new things she mm-hmm. she knows she's not going to be I mean she's actually really good at bowling like she mm-hmm. but she, she doesn't go in with this like I am going to be the best of the best. Like she just goes in to try and she obviously Mm -hmm. like succeeds in everything she does, but she just loves trying. And I think that's, that's something that can totally bring you joy. And I mean, I don't know, is there something that you've done? Like for me, if I go boating, there's just stuff Mm -hmm. that bring, like makes you feel alive. Mm -hmm. What's something that you do? For sure. Like hiking or just going out in nature, which is so weird because I feel like I went through a period of my life where I was like, I hate hiking, but, um, (laughs) and I, my family hiked a lot when I was younger. And then I just went through this phase where I was like, hiking is so hard. And like, what's the point? But it's kind of like weird, like Dallin and I have really just decided like last year we're like, we're a hiking family. We are going to go hiking like all the time. And we just decided to start like trying. I love that. Yeah. And it, honestly is like one of my favorite things now to do like I crave it and I look forward to doing it when I go and I have my friends that I go hiking with and um it's just funny like it's just random because I never would have classified myself before as like a hiker or like a hiking mom or like a naturey mom or anything but like I totally am now and it's just a part of I don't know it's a hobby I love. I know. I love that. I think any chance that you can have that make anything that makes you feel alive. I have a quote in my house that's like take time for the things that make you feel alive because that brings so much joy for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Number six is traveling. Um, I think this, I mean, obviously like, but I don't, I mean, if you're going to Hawaii or something, yeah, that's going to bring you joy. But I think even just little trips are so fun too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it, I think alongside that it could be traveling slash exploring. It could be anything, even in your own town. I think for me at least brings me joy and I think I think it does for everybody you know Mm -hmm. I think we're meant to like be people or not people that explore but I think we're meant to explore the world around Mm -hmm. us you know I think there's just something 
that about being exposed to another way of life, even if it's just a different town and they do things differently there or there's different buildings or different Mm -hmm. stores or Mm -hmm. whatever, just being exposed to a different place and like getting out of your place where you've been that a makes you feel grateful for where you are Mm -hmm. even more so like Mm -hmm. oftentimes I go somewhere and I love it but then I'm like so glad to be home Mm -hmm. and then I feel like I live with this even greater sense of gratitude for my life that I have Mm -hmm. when I get home but also like there's just so much joy to be found all over the world and and letting yourself go there whether it's across the world or across the street like just letting yourself go and experience the joy that is to be had like elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I think to add to this, this is a for sure FOMO for -hmm. people is when they see other people on trips or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think you have every chance to go on a trip like that you want. You could go anywhere. And I have learned a long time ago when I was going to Africa, I think I was like negative $200. (laughs) I owed my parents 200 bucks. I had no money. And I worked my butt off to make it work. I just, I think money is the lamest excuse. And I'm just going to say that out loud because I just feel like, yeah, people who have money coming in so easy, it does make it easier to just go whenever you want. But money should never be your excuse to not travel. Like, isn't it so easy to sit there and be like, wow, wouldn't it be nice for, to have a husband who does like her and he just takes her to all these cool places, you know, like it's so easy to compare or just say like they go everywhere. They must be loaded because they can travel all the time. Money should never be the issue because you can do anything like you can make it, you can go on a, I don't know. I just feel like it should never be the issue because you can do whatever it takes to get there, whether that's working a side job until you get, can get to that point. I just don't think that money is the big, biggest excuse to me. And I feel well, like, it like shouldn't I be. know the feeling of feeling like, oh, it's just forever a way that I'd be able to do that. Or, oh, why can they afford that? Why is everyone affording that? But like make a goal for the future Mm -hmm. and wait Mm -hmm. for your turn and it will come too. Mm -hmm. But there is so much joy to be had in traveling, even even going on like a three-hour drive to somewhere. Or your own city, yeah. Just a little bit far away. Like there's just something about traveling that can fill your soul in a different kind of way. It's so true. I love that point. Okay, number seven um, is service to others in church or community. And yeah, I mean, that speaks for itself. Serving is just no matter what your beliefs are, I just feel like coming together as human beings to help each other through this really hard thing called life mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is so important. I have some thoughts on it, but what what are your thoughts? I mean, it's so hard because I feel like sometimes for me, I struggle with convenience factors where oh I'll serve when Mm -hmm. like I'm not so crazy and it's like okay life's always going to be crazy Mm -hmm. or I'll serve when you know and I feel like that I don't know it's it's service isn't supposed to be convenient and sometimes I feel like I use that as an excuse you know like well I can't this time because I've got this and this or I'm already serving three kids so I can't you know Mm -hmm. and I think you have to like I mean obviously take care of yourself take care of your your family you shouldn't feel guilty about that for sure because you're already doing so much as a mom but if you're wallowing in your own sadness or your own life that you don't feel like you can feel that joy it is promised 100% that you will if you put someone else first. And I think, I mean, it's kind of like that. 
if you lose yourself in the service, you kind of find yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think if you're looking for happiness, serve. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the top things. What do you think? Just immediately what comes to mind is like, I I feel like, and you're the same as me in this, where we are like, we always want to try new things and we always want to be starting something new or doing something else. And I feel like I've had my hands in a bunch of different projects with different people and different (laughs) jobs and opportunities and everything over the last couple years. And I tried to really just like hone in and figure out what is it that I want to gain out of the stuff that I'm doing and what is it that I really want to do? And, um, through a lot of just like prayer and thinking and pondering and everything, I decided I want to finally like totally finish all my doula and lactation consultant stuff. So when I read this, like developing special talents to aid others, the reason I want to do that is because I have this passion for like aiding moms in like the birth and breastfeeding journey. And that is truly what like will make me so happy and whatever it is though that's just my example that came to mind is like finding something that you love to do that aids other people I feel like is one of the most fulfilling things you can do in life Mm -hmm. even if and I just really need to throw this in there being a mom is exactly this Mm -hmm. doing something like developing talents to aid others is exactly that's just another like definition for motherhood Mm -hmm. is is aiding your children and if that's and if that's what you're doing which is what I'm doing and that's what OBS is doing that can bring you so much joy too like you are literally in the service of aiding your children every day through being who you are I love that so much and I think too is you're educating yourself to do that so Mm -hmm. whether that looks like going to whatever it is you're doing to get certified for that or I don't know, just developing something that that takes more of your effort to be able to help others, I think is huge. I think that's perfect. Yeah, what do you, I mean, I mean, that's such a good, your example I think was so good. I don't, I don't have anything that comes to mind right off the bat, but I just think just even being a mom is a perfect example of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you can find something that you feel passionate about, it's almost kind of like finding your passion and what you love. And I think a lot of those, it's just so funny when you go to college and stuff, it's usually to, it's usually to do a trade to like be able to help a company or to help people. And mm-hmm. I think that brings so much joy. I think that's why there's joy when you go to work and help mm-hmm. and you're like working for a better good is what, what comes to mind with that. And just the joy of like contributing to the world, you know, yeah. like anything yeah. you're contributing to the world, whether it be humans by being a mom mm-hmm. or talents or gifts or job or whatever, like contributing to the world is a really big way to find joy. And with this whole like Jomo versus FOMO thing, like these are the tips. Like it, I just feel like if you're focusing in on these, you can just be more content mm-hmm. with the joy in what you're doing Mm-hmm. And, and what you're feeling you feel good about missing out on what other people are doing because it doesn't matter because what you're doing is what matters exactly I think so too um I love all of eight, all eight of those points are so good and I think it's just important to recognize just what Marin said the difference between FOMO and JOMO is either having an empty cup or a f- whatever you're filling your cup with and I think 
as in part of this book, I kind of want to end by reading this because it's so good. There's just a lot of, it's kind of long, but I still am just going to read it since you all are just listening. But I, I think <laughs> you have no choice. You have but no choice. Yeah. <laughs> if you fast forward through this part, so help me. <laughs> Out of the clock times two. Just yeah. I just think there's so much joy to be had. And sometimes we're missing the point of where that is. So I wanted to read this because I think it's so good. Joy visits when mom is awakened on her birthday with a lovely cake baked and decorated and brought to her in bed by her kids singing happy birthday and insisting it must be eaten for breakfast. Joy is going to the hospital once, twice, or ten times to welcome a new little spirit to the world and a sister asking, why don't they invent a new baby smell perfume? Joy is a family ordering at McDonald's in shifts because the waitress refuses to handle 12 different orders. Joy is watching your child take care of your children take care of each other in diverse situations when just moments before it looked as if they were going to tear each other apart. That's totally sometimes our house. Joy is sharing the flu because you wanted to share your drink with your sister. Joy is being kissed 10 times at least after being tucked in bed and being told the same number of times, "Good night, mommy and daddy, I love you." Um, Joy is eating vegetables in January that were canned from the family garden in August. Joy is losing the election at the same school where your sister won and having the winning sister cry harder than the loser. Joy is finding your hidden candy supply disappear and discover sticky fingers on your little brother. Joy is having your daughter get her driver's license. Joy is reading the scriptures with the family and having your two-year-old bring his own Sesame Street book to scripture study. Joy is having your daughter and her date spend their special event taking her little brothers brothers to a movie. Joy is sitting around the dinner table with the entire family and having someone ask who's missing. There's just so much joy to be had. And I think it's so true just finding those everyday moments of joy at to your cup of joy. And I think that's our, our whole message today is just FOMO is having that missing out emptiness and JOMO is filling it with something that you create. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, amen. Amen. There's your ingredient list. <laughs> and if you have anything else to add, like what brings you joy or what helps you to fill JOMO, please let us know. Scroll down and leave us a review with your thoughts on this episode. Come talk to us. Yeah, we're over on Instagram at the.mamahood. And we love hearing from you guys. When you share our episodes, it honestly is the biggest compliment. We love, we love that. And we love hearing from you and getting to know all of you. And we'll chat with you next week. Bye.